Proud bisexual astrology influencer. Bye bye bye. Question mark. <laughs> It is hot by summer. Welcome to Hot by Summer with your host, Charmy. The podcast that's your one-stop shop for everything by, from by news to by TV shows to films to by awakenings and so much more. Okay, I'm just gonna start by saying I'm really excited to be here because I mean why wouldn't I be? I'm just like really amped that I'm here. I'm present. I'm creating more incredible content that excites me. And you know, honestly, one thing that I learned um, during the pandemic or just in general is that you got to do stuff that lights you on fire. So that's what I'm doing. I'm being lit, baby. I'm I'm lit the freak up. So let's get started. So we're going to get started with our very first segment, which is why is nobody talking about this? Um, a segment that I'd like to introduce that's just basically hot topics, like hot topics, but with a little by twist to it. Um, and so let's just get into it. The first topic is Frank Ocean, because I mean, what would a bi podcast be without us talking about and opening up about Frank Ocean. Let me just interject before I talk about the buy news and talk about how important and pivotal Channel Orange was to me. Like, I remember back in the day when I was in um, college and I was going through probably the biggest mental health crisis of my entire life. That might be TMI, but uh, I don't care. Um, Going through what probably was the most impactful mental health crisis that I was like, oh, I probably should seek help at this point. Um, And I remember the, like, background music, the playlist to my life at that time was Channel Orange. I remember I was listening to a lot of Pandora at the time, and that's how I discovered Adele. That's how I discovered... Joss Stone, that is also how I discovered Duffy, like a lot of like British singers at the time. Um, But this like person popped up, had no clue what this person even looked like. But I remember there was a bright orange um, album cover that would come up on my iPhone, probably at that point, like four, three, two, maybe even one. Um, That's how far back this was. Like I'm taking you back to like 2010 because that's when I graduated high school. Anyways, I would listen to Frank Ocean while having wildly aggressive panic attacks and like running to my dorm room and being freaked the freak out and then um, sleeping because I had so much endorphin running, coursing, coursing through my veins uh, listening to Frank Ocean. And uh, yeah, I just, he means so much to me because I'm, I remember listening to his music and it being the one thing that would just calm me down when I was at my most vulnerable state so shout out to frank ocean who by the way is a scorpio sun and i believe a scorpio moon but some places say that he has a cat moon and honestly i like to think that he has a cat moon there's something about him that's very scorpionic which i think is his son but i don't know y'all i don't think he has a scorpio moon i definitely think that he has a cat moon he just has daddy vibes to me a lot of people say he's a scorpio moon 
And I think he might have a Scorpio moon. But I actually really think he has a cat moon. Because I have a theory about cat moons in general. And their taste for music being like divine. I mean according to Astro Theme. Which is how I find all my celebrity like birth charts. He's a cat moon. Um, he's a Scorpio sun. Scorpio rising cat moon. I could see him being a Scorpio rising. That's a lot of Scorpio. Um, I think he might have a Scorpio stellium in the, which house is that? In the first house or the 12th house? Jesus Christ, he is a dark human being. Let's get into the actual news of it all, which is that Frank Ocean is dropping music. Cue the applause. Cue the applause. Everybody go crazy. Everybody go wild. Frank Ocean is dropping music. Frank Ocean is probably dropping music because a little known fact that I just found out myself, which is frankly, haha, frankly wild, is that Frank Ocean creates curated playlists to roll out his album drops. Let me repeat. Frank Ocean creates playlists to roll out his album drops. So he'll drop singles on these playlists and that's how he releases his singles. My mind is blown because a lot of people try to debate his sexuality. A lot of people try to, but that is bisexual behavior at its finest. Creating curated playlists for people to get the vibe of what you're going for and drop music within that and like weave it in that. It's like the most Scorpio bisexual thing of all time. And I just think that's iconic. And he started, I believe, on July 10th dropping music. And I believe he's going to do another one next week. But that's how he like has released a lot of his music in the past, which I think is so exciting. So Frank Ocean in very bisexual behavior scorpio behavior vibes is releasing music and that's so exciting so yeah on to the next topic which is zendaya said in an interview and nobody is talking about this that's the name of this that's like really the name of this like it's hot by news but it's also why is nobody talking about this that's the segment hot by news why is nobody talking about this zendaya said in an interview with interview magazine uh she was interviewed with coleman domingo one of her co-stars of euphoria that she wants to film she wants to create a film i think she meant on the other side of film so she doesn't want to be in front of the camera she wants to produce or direct and or direct this and she said she wants to film with two black girls in love without trauma. This is what Zendaya says, okay? She's a Virgo queen. She's a Virgo motherfucking queen. She says, like a simple love story about two black girls. And I don't want it to be rooted in anything other than a story about two people falling in love and that's it. Something simple and beautiful that leaves you happy and wanting to fall in love yourself. But I also feel I just haven't seen that without it dealing with dealing more with the traumatic side of things, which is really important to talk about. But I would love a coming age, coming of age story where awkward and funny things happen, just like when any other young person is trying to figure out who they are. Now, y'all, Zendaya's been thinking about this. Zendaya's been thinking about two black girls who fall in love. Zendaya's been thinking about two black girls who fall in love. And I think that's iconic. 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 I think it is, I think it's immoral to 
speculate about people's sexuality unless they've come out. Like, if they haven't come out, cool. If they have, cool. There's no weight either way. But I think it's iconic that Zendaya wants representation for two black girls falling in love. Could you imagine? Like, okay, picture this. I've been thinking about it because I've been writing my own little project. Hint, hint, wink, wink to anybody that's listening that is in the film industry. But could you imagine a cute Miku at like a vegan cafe in LA and two black girls, both beautiful, both have natural hair, both have braids, locks, both are just gorgeously beautiful girls. And we're going to shy away from two light-skinned or mixed girls. We're going to do two black, black girls. And they're in a vegan little coffee shop. And they both reach across to get their oat milk latte. And they touch hands. And they're like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Is that yours? No, is that yours? And Kehlani is playing in the background. You know you'd watch that movie. You know you would watch that movie. You know why I know you'd watch that movie? Because I would watch that movie. Now, Zendaya wants to direct it yes one thousand percent zendaya wants to produce it one thousand percent i'm ready for it okay so now we're gonna move on to our next topic and probably our final hot topic of the day which is kind of a downer so if you're in a sad mood this is probably gonna make you sad but it's also informational and i think information is important important so our third and final hot topic for hot buy news is Brittany griner who, by the way, <laughs> y'all, is the hottest person on the face of the planet. So go do yourself a favor and go Google. Brittany Griner is still in prison in Russia. Um, and she was detained on February 17th. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, Brittany Griner is a WNBA star. She is an athlete, a basketball player, um, very sexy person that I think about a lot. Uh, She's so hot. I just made myself really hot by saying that. Anyways, she has been detained by the Russian government since February of, of this year, which is crazy because if she was Megan Rapinoe or one of those other little white little soccer player ladies that does all the stuff and gets all the Nike brand deals and does all the things, she would have been out of prison within a week. Um, But she's being detained by the Russian government. Um, And so in a letter to President Biden on July 4th, Greiner said that she was, quote, terrified she might be detained forever. The letter came after the State Department failed to coordinate a call between Greiner and her wife for their anniversary for the millionth bajillion time. This is a queer black athlete who is detained by the Russian government for leverage. And I don't know what needs to be done about this. I'm not going to pretend like I'm like some sort of guru or I know more than I do because I don't know that much. I know about being bi. I know about being black. Do I know about how the government works at all times? No, but I know somebody in charge needs to get Brittany Griner out of prison. And I also need to see more of a public outcry. Like this should be on Twitter. This should be on Facebook. This should be on Instagram. Like, I don't know why, I do know why. I'll say it though. I don't know why this isn't more of an outrage. 
But I do know why, because she's black and she's queer. And um, people don't give a crap about black queer people, even if they are athletes, which is wild because that's one of the really crazy stereotypes of being a black person is like you're somehow more athletic and uh, people sort of sometimes gravitate to, to you know, athleticism to uh, release themselves of the shackles of capitalism and then you know, when you're doing all this great stuff for these white teams and these white corporations, and then when you need the help, they're not there for you. So Brittany Griner, still imprisoned by the Russian government. Something needs to be done about that. More of a public outcry. And in the show notes, I'm going to find some information, a petition, something, because I feel really stupid. I just... One thing that I do not like about the internet, I'm just going to rant for a hot second. One thing that I do not like about the internet is the fake virtue signaling, dog. Like, that is the most annoying thing, and I swear to God white people made it up. They're like, okay, if I show you a post about this and you show me a post about that, we're good white people, right? Yep, we are. And I'm just not with it. I'm just really not with it. So... I'm going to put in the show notes um, actual things that you can do to help Brittany Griner. And hopefully Brittany Griner will be out of the Russian governmental prison system sometime soon. Okay, so now we're going to move on to our second segment, which is Hot by Astro Tea. And this is the segment where I want to talk a little bit about what's going on in the astrological world. And sometimes the segment's going to be long because sometimes things will be crazy and sometimes this will be short. But I will preface this section with saying, I'm not an astrologer. I'm just a bad bitch that knows about astrology. Period. So it's cancer season, y'all. It's cancer season. Did I have a good, ugly sobby snotty cry last night yeah i did yeah i did and i've been doing it all cancer season i've just have but you know that's the thing that we don't talk about with cancers and cancer season in general is like we're like we're crying because of sad things and like yes last night i was crying because of something sad but it's because i was watching a tv show that made me really sad to think about like anyways you should watch p valley if you haven't you should um but i had a really ugly cry last night because of that but a couple days before that, I had a nice little juicy cry because I watched Kehlani perform concert in New York City for Grey Goose. And I was fine throughout the whole entire concert. You know, I had the mood lighting in my room. I got a little lit. I put my big screen up and I watched them perform and everything was great. It's vibey. It was really cool. And then she went ahead and started singing Melt because... Kehlani loves to make us cry. And that's exactly what I did. I cried. I cried real hard because I was just thinking about how far I've come in my sexuality journey. And sometimes there are artists like Frank Ocean or Kehlani or whoever that is for you who you find them at a time when you're like really lost and then you start becoming found and start understanding yourself. And then you're like, oh shoot, you got me through all this stuff. Wow. So I had a little reflective moment, very appropriately during cancer season. So anyways, we're in cancer season. Mercury enters Leo on July 19th. So hopefully I can release this podcast by July 19th. The first thing I thought is like, say it with your chest. Mercury, I don't think 
Mercury is basically the sign of communication. It's a sign of how you communicate, how you talk. Leo is big, boisterous, proud, confident. And so I don't know. I feel like if you got something on your chest, say it. Say it with your chest on July 19th. Or you might be inclined to more so say it with your chest. Um, there is a Chiron retrograde on that same exact day. So say it with your chest, but be reflective of what's going on. Um, again, I'm not an astrologer. I'm just a bad bitch that loves astrology. So if you want to know more about that, I will link in the show notes, queer black astrologers that I mess with and I love so much. So, um, yeah. Okay. So now we're moving on to buy mail. Okay. So this is a segment that I like to call my Q and gay answering questions from the listeners. And obviously this is the very first episode. So do we have questions from the listeners? No, we don't. We do not have questions from the listeners. You know why? Because this is the very first episode. So I thought that I would use this time to reflect and talk about something that's just on my heart. And that is no one will give you permission to start your podcast, YouTube channel, make music, dance, start that class that you wanted to bake that thing that you wanted to bake, do that adventure, go on that vacation, save for that camera, um, start that book. No one's ever going to give you permission to do that. You know who's going to? You are. And so sometimes if you want to see something in the world, you have to make it happen for yourself. I am learning that. I am learning that. It may be hard to figure out, but you can learn as you go. And so I think that's really important to know and to understand. So while we don't have a Q&G this week because we don't have the listener letters this week because this is the very first podcast episode, I also want to have a little word. Um, but if you have any questions, please send those questions to hotbysummer at gmail.com. Um, that will be linked in the show notes and I'm really excited to answer these questions and they better be juicy and they better be nasty and they better be dirty and clean and sweet and raunchy. They better be juicy. I need something juicy in my life. My life is a little bit boring right now. So please give me something to look forward to. Again, send your questions to hotbysummer at gmail.com linked in the show notes. Okay, so by recommendations, we're moving on to the next segment, which is what TikToks, videos, TV shows, films, things on the internet that are by. And I have to start off with a show that has been just so good. And that is P-Valley, baby. P-Valley is that girl. P-Valley is that girl. And for Pride Month, I don't know if they did this on purpose. They might have released probably the gayest episode in tv history like that was gay there was a lot of gay stuff happening the show was already like it's on showtime that's the same network that the o word was on so like showtime does not shy away from sex scenes they do not shy away from very like explicit material which i love as a scorpio i'm like no no no. show us don't tell us show us show me be what you're working with but p-valley does not shy away from that and i think all of the scenes that are queer and sexual are very much a part of the storyline and show us about who the characters are and the power dynamic within the characters and i don't want to spoil nothing because bitches that spoil stuff get 
I was going to say, you know, bitches get, or snitches get stitches, but I literally couldn't think of something that rhymed with spoil. I was like, bitches that spoil get boils. And I'm just going to go with it. Um, so I don't want to spoil anything, but if you have not already seen P-Valley, do yourself a favor, get yourself a little Gmail account, sign up for a new Gmail account, get yourself a free little subscription, binge that bitch in a day. Actually, it's going to take you more than a day. It's probably going to take you about a week or two or three or whatever, but binge it, come back, tell me what you think because it's so good. Also, I don't know when I'm releasing this. I mean, the Emmys aren't until the actual ceremony is not until the fall. But I will say that the nominations came out and um, P-Valley was not on the list, which is like very weird. But it might have been a timing thing. So I don't know if it's like they released the season and it wasn't submitted for the Emmys. But it's so good. Like the girl that plays Mercedes like, acts her behind off. Like, everybody in the cast is so, 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 so strong. The guy that plays Lil Murda, he's, like, I He has this beautiful softness to his acting that you can see in little, little, little pieces, little glimmers. He plays this really hard rapper, but he has this softness that you can see when he's around people who light him up it's just so good it's just so good so emmy nominations came out so obviously when it comes to recommendations we have to talk about the emmy nominations everything i loved like let me let me go and look up the emmy nominations before i get anything wrong and all the virgos and capricorns out there are gonna be like actually it wouldn't be a capricorn it'd be a virgo or a freaking gemini or something be like You actually didn't say this correct. It's like, okay, not everything in the world is correct, okay? Um, But I'm going to list off some of my favorite highlights from the Emmy nominations because there are some good ones. Like, this ceremony is going to be lit. Okay, so first of all, drama series. We've got Better Call Saul. Never saw that. Looks very Caucasian. Euphoria, Ozark. Caucasian, Severance, Caucasian, Squid Games, Stranger Things, Succession, Caucasian, Yellow Jackets. So that's like best drama. Um, I'm excited, obviously, about Euphoria. I love me a good Euphoria. I know it's very controversial, and I agree with a lot of people's statements about it. But I'm still going to watch it. I'm still going to watch it, and it's still good. Um, Comedy series, this is like my favorite. This like makes me low-key teary-eyed. Comedy series, we've got Abbott Elementary, Barry... Curb Your Enthusiasm, Hacks, The Marvelous Miss Maisel, Only Murders in the Building, Ted Lasso, What We Do in the Shadows. Don't give a crap about anything I said after Abbott Elementary, because that show is so good, y'all. It's so good. It's so good. Quinta Brunson deserves every single award on the face of the planet. Best comedy series, dog? Like, please. I'm, 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 I'm beaming. I do love Hacks. I do love Curb Your Enthusiasm. I do love Ted Lasso. I do love all those shows. But Abbott Elementary is so pure and so good. And we deserve pure good things. Limited series, the only thing that I watched was White Lotus. I would never watch Pan- Pam and Tommy. Can we just stop exploiting women? Like, is that a hard ask? I don't know. Um, 
lead actor, don't care about. Lots of white people. Um, lead actress, Jodie Comer, white lady, but I like her. Um, Laura Linney, Melanie Linsky for Yellow Jacket, Sandra O oh for Killing Eve, Reese Witherspoon for The Morning Show, and Zendaya, of course, for Euphoria. That's exciting. Uh, we've got Donald Glover for Atlanta. There's just a lot of really good black talent showing up and showing out. Uh, Issa Rae got nominated for lead actress in a comedy series. That's exciting. Um, Sydney Sweeney from Euphoria got nominated. That's also very exciting. And I'm just excited for everybody else that is a part of the whole nomination committee of people. Because it's just, it's really exciting to see cool stuff on the TV for the first time and then it get nominated. It's like, oh, yeah, this matters. Especially after the last freaking couple weeks we went through. Like, we deserve good things. That's a cool little buy recommendation. Um, Tessa Thompson is hot. That's what I wrote down in my notes. Tessa Thompson is hot, period. Yes. The context, though, if you have not already seen the Hot Ones episode featuring Tessa Thompson, stop what your mother freaking doing. Go watch that. Like, I think it's like 14 minutes of her just being hot. And she keeps being like, oh, my tongue. It's There's something dancing on my tongue. I was like, ma'am, I need a break. I can't do this right now with you. Uh, Tessa Thompson, you're just so beautiful and so hot. And I think that's all my recommendations for this week. My buy recommendations for the week. I'm so excited to get started. I'm so excited to have guests on the show that you'll be able to see and connect with. Um, There's so many bi baddies on the internet. Like, connecting with people is going to be really fun. Also, I'm sure this will come back around in like 100 episodes. But the name of the podcast is Hot By Summer. And the reason why I'm naming it Hot By Summer, obviously, it is an homage to the one and only Megan the motherfucking stallion, of course, right? Yeah, duh. Hot girl summer was a huge thing. And then the pandemic happened, and then we were like, oh, it's indoor girl summer. But hot by summer, I think, is like, whether it's in the winter, whether it's in the fall, in the spring, hot by summer is a state of mind, y'all. And that's what that's what I want us all to realize. I want you to listen to this podcast and feel like you're stepping into the world of bi-astrology, but in a different medium. Like you're stepping into this bisexual jungle where you're like, oh, there's Monstera plants. Oh, Charmy's propagating her Monstera. She's also dating this person. She's also doing this and discovering this and discovering that. And that's what I want Hot Bi Summer to be. Hot Bi Summer is a state of mind, baby. It is a state of mind. I'm really excited to bring you episodes um, as often as I can. I'm really excited to talk about all the things that I'm going to be talking about. I can't wait to listen to your listener letters and get some good juicy juice, juicy juice. So thank you so much for listening to Hot by Summer. Thanks for stopping by.